Hey everyone, Eric Watson here, and this is the recorded audio of a live-streamed actual play session of Dungeons & Dragons using Roll20 and Discord. Our sessions are streamed live every week on my Rogue Watson YouTube channel. This actual play series was not originally intended for an audio-only format, but has been converted to a podcast for your convenience. This channel, and by extension this podcast, are supported by Patreon. If you'd like to support my work, you can do so at patreon.com slash roguewatson. Now, enjoy the show. Watson here, freelance writer, player of games, writer of words, recorder of videos, and at tabletop role-playing aficionado. Welcome to our weekly live stream, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Online Role-Playing Adventures. I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful friends, Chris, playing Valravin, the Eladrin, Bard of Eloquence. Heather, playing Frey, the Halfling Barbarian of the Beasts slash Fighter. Hello. Shell, playing Celeste, the Half-Orc Sun Soul Monk. Raymond playing Edmund, the human alchemist artificer. Hello. Reese playing Thimbleweed, the gnome swarm keeper ranger. Hello. Do more sessions live on YouTube every Friday evening. Watch all of our D&D sessions here on YouTube. Read weekly session recaps at roguewatson.com. Watch my behind-the-scenes No Players Allowed live series Crafting Icewind Dale every Monday and Thursday. Then over to our live post-session discussion, Frostside Chat, after our show tonight. You can also listen to all of these live D&D shows with the Rogue Watson podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Rogue Watson and join our official Discord server with invite link into the description below. If you'd like to support the channel, please check out patreon.com slash roguewatson. Patrons get exclusive access to private videos, custom 5e content, participate in monthly DM roundtables, join and unlock future stretch goals, and include original adventures and private patron D&D games. Shout out to new patrons this week, Lassare and Eclectic. For our campaign, we use Roll20.net for video chat, we use Discord, and for streaming, I use Open Broadcaster software with Streamlabs. Music is by Kevin McLeod, and our amazing original character art was done by Jimmy McClure. Previously on Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frostmaiden. After three days of rest and recovery efforts following the demise of the Shardland Dragon, the marshals traveled to the Dwarven Valley with Valin in hopes of following their investigation into Valish Gaunt and the Everlasting Night. Arriving at the valley, they found a hidden path leading down into an old mining facility built right into the cliff face. After only a few steps toward the entrance, the snow around them exploded into large humanoid shapes, whom Valen identified as minions of the Frost Maiden herself. The snow golems proved formidable, nearly killing Valen and Valrobin before the marshals were able to rally, thanks in large part to Edmund's fire spells. The creatures finally destroyed, the badly injured party crawled toward the nearest safe haven, the shipping room, and hunkered down for a short rest. I believe... I wasn't even on the landing page that whole time. But you guys were. Uh, I believe that might have been our shortest little recap I've done. <laughs> we spent a good chunk of the time just leveling <laughs> One up. One battle! And, yeah. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's not a, you got beat up by a bunch of I can't really things. recap, like, leveling up and just, like, what were you guys doing this whole time? Like, I'll just get to the interesting stuff. Yeah, you almost killed us. Yeah. We got, we got beat up. Bicycles. That would have been real spicy. <laughs> if only you guys could instantly heal up with merely a short rest. So you guys are have crawled your way very dignifyingly mm -hmm. into the nearest 
uh, room, building that you could see, really, which looks like it is connected to this facility, even though it's got, like, windows blown out. It's not super comfortable, but it looks like it was used for uh, shipping, maybe? There's wagon bits and crates everywhere, but this place looks either uh, frozen or destroyed or picked over. They're shipping ice? It certainly looks like they're shipping ice now. <laughs> but you all can enjoy the benefits of a short rest. They're importing ice. They're very poor merchants. Importing ice in the Arctic. <laughs> There's well, a joke about that somewhere, I think. I'm going to use my second wind because I get it back on a short rest. Consider using hit dice. Consider oh, yeah. using Song of Rest. Consider what is the Song of Rest? What is the Song of Rest? Just consider it, damn it. Just consider it. I'm considering it. But I well, need to know what it is first. It's a D8. It's a date. It's a date. The long rest is just long enough, or short rest, just long enough for a date. <laughs> I am down 74 hit points. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's like two and a half manixes, I think is how we calculate that. <laughs> More hit points than I have. Oh, there's some... What was it again? 1d8. 1d8. <laughs> I... I was too lost in consideration. Excellent. Consider it harder. Oh, whoops. Mm -hmm. so I guess I will press the short rest button, but so I don't think it really does anything. I think, yeah, it only recharges if you have short rest things in your character sheet, because I think you still have to roll hit dice manually. I was halfway down, by the way. It would have been 30 hit points. Mm. A lot of hit dice being rolled here. I'm going to use all of my hit dice, and I'm rolling ones, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Somebody really punched your clock. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> sure did. <laughs> did you get a... Okay, if I could stop rolling ones, that'd be great. <laughs> Whoa, man. Did you get a wound afterwards? I did. I, did. I, got, I, got, I got a scar. You got a scar, oh, yeah. Okay. The uh, nasty scar. Okay, not a sexy scar. Not, not a sexy, sexy scar. scar yeah. So I've oh, used oh, all oh, of oh, my oh. hit dice and I did not get back to my maximum. Wow. I could use all my... Oh, I'm going to use all my hit dice. Why not? Might as well. Hey, there's Four. a... You used all your hit dice and a short rest and you haven't gone up to max? Right. I did. On, I did on the last one. I guess you didn't, Heather. Did I did not quite all the way up. I am still Dang. thirteen points away from my max. Holy crap! The reason you guys can see um, light, by the way, is because Valin still has a light spell activated, or at least she. I guess she redoes it during the short rest. You still alive? She went down at some point. Yeah, <laughs> you guys revived her. Awesome. Uh, for my bestial soul, I'm still going to maintain my climbing speed. Okay. Uh, let's hope we don't see any more of those inside. I think we could survive another flurry of those forces. We have to remember to um, stab lump any lumps of snow we see in the future. Good call. I could use my last potion of greater healing. You could. 
We have potions? <laughs> you guys have potions? I've been drinking out of this shoe. <laughs> it's just dirty water. <laughs> Somehow I've gotten two potions of healing and one greater healing. Oh, man. I'm just going to hold on to those for right I now. Think, I think you bought that right before the dragon fight. You just didn't need it during the dragon fight. Like, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys did buy every single potion of healing that was being sold in Rinchander at one point. Yep. Alright, so I don't feel comfortable going forward in this place, so... <laughs> Let's go backwards. Let's go through it backwards. There you go. Perfect. Well, if uh, it's any consolation, I'm sure there's less piles of snow inside. Ray, I'll go first. She cares not. Are all these walls connected? So, yeah, what you're seeing is rubble everywhere. At the movie, there's actually a door right next to you also. Oh. Um, you're seeing basically like broken windows you can see out of the eastern half, which is where you all basically just had that fight. And then the facility seems to continue on to the north and northwest. And then uh, you see a uh, door uh, thimbleweed in front of you. Uh, can I inspect the door? Sure can. Prepare to be inspected. <laughs> Investigated, I guess. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you think door. it's a door? But... Could be a tentacled monstrosity disguised as a door. Oh, I whip yeah. it open then. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah, uh, the Melita whips it open. All right, it is not locked, so you are able to open it. And uh, this this room actually appears a lot more intact than the one you just came in. Uh, the inside is much more warm and comfortable. Stacks of crates and barrels line the walls. And they appear to be filled with provisions. You can see labels on them, um, different food, um, non-perishables, uh, water, ale. This looks like any that say will give you thirteen more hit points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are free to search through uh, some of these crates um, and see if you'll find anything useful. All right, I only search for tentacle provisions. Anybody searching the room, give me an investigation check, please. Whether you're looking for tentacles or not. Simple. <laughs> Do I find any? He's <laughs> just staring at his own hand. <laughs> Rocking that minus one modifier. <laughs> I found yeah. something. He's staring at a grain of sand. I don't know why that rolled with advantage, but I got a five. Boy, you two are both just... Wandering around in circles. We bump into each other. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this? The two trackers in the party are just completely lost in the storage closet. I don't track stores. I track tracks. That's that's an excellent point. <laughs> and I don't track anything. I just kill it. I'm not a storager. I'm a tracker. Yeah. Um. If if them looking around and us getting ready to like leave or whatever uh, is takes can take up to 10 minutes um, while they're doing that. <laughs> they wander in there for days. Continuous <laughs> <laughs> just bumping into each other. <laughs> Tentacle monster! Oh no, it's you I will, I will take 10 minutes Where? to uh, 
write a few passages in my book and oh, man. cast Detect Magic. Okay. Anything within 30 feet of you? He'll be back in a second. No. Oh. And step into the this room that they are trying to find things in. Okay. What does that mean? Um, yeah, we're doing just fine, thank you. We're finding each other. Yeah, we are looking for very <laughs> specific very weird items. Looking. I can imagine you're, you're both getting startled every time you find each other too. Like, <laughs> ah! Both draw your weapons. Back to looking. Uh, I was gonna say you do not detect any magic within thirty feet of you, but I will be updating you. Should you in the next ten minutes? I think is that how much? Yep, up to ten minutes. Okay. Okay. Nothing magical in here, dears. Can I punch him and try to break his concentration on it? <laughs> you would have to do damage to yeah. break his concentration. Do it. You don't even know I'm doing anything. You just be punching me for. You <laughs> no let us here where I almost died. Mm. Um, but Valravin, if you want to investigate, you can as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is going on? Okay, in there. Great. I just want to break open the crates at this point. Uh, you could you could start. To, oh my god! <laughs> it also just pumps into both of them. <laughs> what are you doing? I've never seen such a horrible like back to back to back rolls. Like four yeah. people rolled below a five on their investigation hey, checks. No, no, to get no! Here. I rolled a six, but I have a minus one, and I got a five. That's Thank fair. You. Mm -hmm. And at this point, if Valravin rolls a one at his investigation check and he's backing in on his tippy toes and he bumps into Frey, it's going to yeah. freak her out and she just swings her axe at whatever's close to her. <laughs> violence. So she'll break crates that are next to her. Yeah. Um, You start shattering things left and right. Um, It looks like some of the food has gone bad, but, you know, otherwise it's just water and salted meats and it appears to be like you know a pretty well-stocked little food provisional area um you in part of your smashing rage you think you might have smashed one that did say medical supplies you hear the breaking of bottles and vials but you Never look down and dis I was in a rage. discover that uh at least one thing is salvageable and that is a healing kit i think there's enough gauze and medical supplies and one crate that one of you could fashion a healing kit out of it Not me. Kicks. I uh, shove my hand down one of the barrels to see if there's any prizes at the bottom. <laughs> it's just needles in there. Just <laughs> nothing but needles. Give us medical waste disposal. Yeah. <laughs> Ow! Sharps container. Do not touch. It was a Saw movie about that. They'd like go down into that. Uh. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'll take. I'll take it. You've earned it. <laughs> Yes, I've earned it. <laughs> you get you get the mercy door prize for doing such a horrible job. Are you quite finished in there inspecting the closet storage room? There's another crash, and then yes, <laughs> yeah. How many of us can go in this closet and just wander in circles? <laughs> no, the new. good thing is, is we're getting the low rolls out of the way early. I yeah, yeah we can help. I'm sure that's, that's how it yeah. works. That is how roles work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Law. Yep. All right. Well, that's that. 
job, <laughs> Let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you find more dark hallways. Uh, like I said, this area is not lit, so the only light you're seeing is maybe just the very overcast that, again, it's permanent outside, but it can kind of be hazy. And then the light coming from uh, Valen's lit up, whatever she's got. I want to light my axe. Ching! Can you wanna... Yes, I can do that. How, I, how do you think I've been having light before? Did I thought you, I thought it gave you dark vision. Is it... I thought it lit up. I think it was uh, Edmund was giving you some magic stone that lit you up a little bit. Oh, I thought the axe lit up. I want to scout ahead with my cloak on. Ooh, and okay. stealth. Your cloak. I forget about the cloak. Yeah, yeah remind me of the cloak. Uh. Wisdom checks made to see you have disadvantage, and I have advantage on stealth checks. Okay. Go ahead and give me a stealth check as you move forward. Oh, no. So, <laughs> bitch, I forgot about the ability to absorb cold damage. Wait, what? I am invisible. Hey, that is, technically wow. counts as a crit, so uh, we get to add <laughs> one to our cauldron of really interesting things. <laughs> on this very fantastic stealth check. I'm going to go up to Valrob and say, where am I? <laughs> oh god, I see nothing. Um, you can take one more step north, Nimbleweed, with your stealth check. Alright. Right. So from here, so what you did earlier is you just passed by, you can tell this room to your west, and also the one that Valrovin's kind of getting close to, has mm -hmm. been destroyed pretty badly. It's got this just gaping, just black pit in the middle of the room. Like the entire floor has fallen away into nothing. And then there's just Keep rubble. Keep walking forward, Valravin. There's <laughs> just rubble strewn <laughs> everywhere. Um, and the only thing you note of interest is a desk that looks like it's still intact. Um, and then when you come up to this hallway, there's a door. There's a doorway to your north and then a long hallway to your east. Left or right, folks. Left or right. And you can first. you can hear cold wind whistling through the many broken windows and collapsed walls of what looks like just a major entryway here. You also see an eerie pale blue light emanating from a shambling cloaked figure pacing the hallway. Now, because of your magnificent stealth check. <laughs> Nothing has noticed you. Okay. How tall are these walls? Uh, we're gonna say probably about eight feet. They're they're pretty. They're not pretty tall. And you you imagine this place was built by uh, dwarves, so probably eight or nine feet, which is uncomfortably low for a human. Or for a building, but not for someone like you. Spider free. Spider free. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I'm going to check out this desk. Okay. Checking out the desk. So the desk is here. And the only reason you even have access to it, you can tell the desk is actually forming and uh, facing the middle of the room. Uh, but this wall has just collapsed right here and just kind of made a new entryway into this room that you can see the back of the desk, but you can easily crawl, crawl around and avoid the 
uh, plunging pit in that room. Um, the desk, as you rifle through it, appears to also be pretty empty and picked over, but you do see a... looks like a logbook. Do you... Can you read Dwarvish? Yes. Wow. Does a dwarf poop in the woods? <laughs> no. I suppose if they're in the woods and... If they're in the woods. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> they have to. I will read Dwarvish All right. if I have to. <laughs> if you have to. You grumble about it. Um, you, you, you find a log that looks like it um, was written oh. by some kind of maybe foreman or a person who was a supervisor of this mining facility. And you flip through and you see that the, uh, you know, some of the entries have been damaged or, uh, you know, new ones have been placed in, old ones have been ripped out. The earliest entry that you see is dated about a year ago and reads, The new expansions are finally complete. The new boss gave us all a raise. Then he created a bunch of magical security around the lab and his new private office. No one but him and the other human are allowed back there. Need to put up more warning signs. Another entry 10 months ago. We've been working our asses off for weeks, but the boss doesn't seem to care about all the gems we find. All he cares about is the black ice, what he calls Shardolin. It all goes straight to the lab, and we're not allowed to ask any questions. Next entry dated eight months ago. We found a particularly large chunk of raw Shardolin. Never would have gotten it up if not for that ingenious lift. It's getting a little worse for wear, however. Need to schedule the gears and chains for maintenance again. The boss was ecstatic about the discovery. We heard all kinds of magic noise coming from the lab area. When he emerged, he announced he discovered the mother load, and soon we'll all be even richer. The next entry is dated only a few days later, and is written in a much shakier hand. And states, The boss returned to town this week as usual, but he was late returning to the mine. I sent some scouts, and they reported that Mr. Gaunt had been arrested. The workers are worried that authorities from Ten Towns will soon come. I tried to maintain order, but most everyone is grabbing what they can and fleeing back into the valley. Mr. Gaunt, if you're reading this, I'm sorry. For what it's worth, no one was able to get into your back rooms, including the lab or your quarters. And if any authorities from Bryn Shander finds this place, we didn't do anything wrong. Just a group of miners digging up minerals from deep underground. We never asked about Mr. Gaunt's history, and he always treated us with respect. You see another uh, footnote as you're kind of flipping through that might be of interest. It says, um, you're not sure what this was dated at, but it says, due to recent theft, all magic cores for the excavator bots will be kept in Mr. Gaunt's personal quarters when not in use. Cores and bots will be tracked and signed out to employees while working. Any more missing equipment will be dealt with harshly. Down to that. Robots with cores. <clears throat> that is all the information that you find in that desk. Wow. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, can I take a step to the north and listen out the door? Uh, sure. Are, are you sharing this information with anybody, or you just pocketed this book and said, "All right." Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, yeah. I'll sneak back and. Hand it to Val Robin without a word, and then stink back up to the north. <laughs> He's like, climbing on the ceiling when you come back. Very creepy. Valen's <laughs> 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 practically snatching it out of your hands. Let me see that. All right. 
Gaunt was here, I knew it. Not anymore, though. How did he even know about this stuff so long ago? You can speak Dwarvish? What is she? She's a human, but she looks like she is, uh, she looks like she knows several languages. <laughs> How did your, um, wizarding order learn of this, uh, Shardlin in the first place? We've been collecting information about all kinds of magical artifacts and unusual phenomena. And we'd heard just the slightest rumors that there were these strange material being found in Icewind Dale, but we'd be brazen enough to come here and start up an entire mine or take over, I guess, a mining facility. Try to find more of it. Oh, Mr. Gaunt seems to be a bit of a brazen personality. I... that's a generous way of putting it. The man's an asshole. We see what uh, Thimbleweed is doing currently? Or has he just disappeared into the darkness? Yeah, it looks like he's tried it's to like, disappear. And... <laughs> oh, yeah. Timmy, like, sneak towards you, hand you a book, and just start sneaking <laughs> back. <laughs> you all can probably, from this point of view, start to see... Like an eerie blue light emanating from here. All right, I'm going to sneak back again and <laughs> tell him about the guard. <laughs> I, I would like to, while crawling on the ceiling, sneak towards the, the blue light. Well, crawl towards the blue light. Uh, I'll give you a stealth check with advantage because you're on the ceiling. That's good. But you're still going to be oh, quiet while you're doing it. Life. Aha! Wow. Spider friend. Also Spider pretty friend. stealthy, yeah. What uh, exactly does this guard look like, Thimbleweed? Or is this light coming from? Out of his face! God, what guard? There's no one. Yeah, is it another snow person? No, he has a cloak on and it looks like it's coming out of his face! Spider, Spider face scuttles back. He's not lying! <laughs> See? I only lied to you on the Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it coming this way? Yes. Yes. Uh, should we assume it's hostile and um, attack? I don't know. Should we assume the snow is hostile and attack? <laughs> <laughs> that was a fair assumption then. I have a feeling it is probably hostile. Is it possibly one of the robot guards? Perhaps. Yes, they, they did make mention of... Um... Some sort of mechanical creatures, though they also mentioned that the cores that activate them were locked away, supposedly. Unless someone's gotten into them. What does our companion think? Um, I don't know anything about this facility, other than 
Frost Maiden seems to know about it, which is unsettling, but sounded like from that journal you found that everyone left, so I don't know what we're dealing with now. But keep in mind, this place, if everyone did leave, has been empty for months. I insight checker, because Frey doesn't trust anybody. Sure. But I don't have really good insight, so... Keep <laughs> <laughs> might end up trusting everybody. Distrustful, Maybe. and I'm not a people person. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it. gosh, another nat 20. Put it in the crit. Wow. <laughs> Frey knows shit. Yeah. Um, uh, Valen <laughs> seems like she's trying to use her best knowledge of the situation, and uh, has so far... I think been completely truthful to you guys. Has she been truthful in the fact that she's never been here before? Yes. Okay. Yes. She seems as curious but also worried about this situation as would befit a person in this situation. Especially someone who just was rendered unconscious an hour ago by monsters. <laughs> That doesn't mean nothing. Huh. <clears throat> All right, well, Frey's going to start climbing or crawling on the ceiling towards this thing. Sure. All right, I'll jump there. out and ask who they are, and you jump down on them if they're hostile. I like this plan. All right. All right, I'm going to uh, sneak to here, uh, wait for Frey to get in a position, mm -hmm. and then on three, I'll scream at them. Who are they? Who are you, and what are you doing here? Okay. Um, then, wait. I'll let you use your earlier stealth check for get here. But Frey, if you're if you're approaching closer, I'll need another stealth check from you. But you can do the same advantage thing with climbing on the walls, Good. or the ceiling. Um, as Frey is climbing up on the walls, Valravan will write a short prose about the terrifying visage of of uh. The halfling clambering along the ceiling silently, and he will uh, give her some inspiration. That might come in handy. We're about to find out. I got a sixteen. That's not bad. Okay. Uh, you think you are? Yeah, you think you can approach pretty effectively while this thing just shuffles um, along this hallway. Yeah, I just want to get to about, like, here, because I figure this will be where it sees uh, Thimbleweed, and where it'll make its... Uh... Thimbleweed hasn't moved, and he's rolled a pretty good stealth check, so you're just kind of staying hidden in the shadows. You're the one that's approaching, but again, you're also undetected so far. I'm but... also on the ceiling. Right. Oh, and you're you're right, Thimbleweed. So you're going to wait for... I guess explain to me the plane again. <laughs> there was a plane. Into position. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... Suss out the intentions of this guy. Mm -hmm. And then when it turns bad, she's going to drop on him. Oh, when yep. it turns bad. The moment that the decision is made by this robot thing to, you know, try to kill Thimbleweed because he's there or to make any kind of like a klaxon sound to worry, or like to a, alert to anything, Bray's going to just let go of the ceiling and drop down on top of it. With her axe out. Uh, Alright, you are in a pretty good position to do that. 
leave it up to you all then as this thing shuffles along. Alright. I'll come out of the shadows and say Hello! We are but worried weary mighty travelers! <laughs> Wait, let me start again. resist our might! <laughs> Who are you? Uh, as you say that, the winds from it feels like the wind from outside like picks up in intensity and just and just blusters. But then you realize it's coming from that figure as a it, it, Oh no. As suddenly and it was kind of like just looking this beam of light was just looking around, all of a sudden it just locks over to your uh location and just makes and it doesn't make a sound, just makes it like this this blizzard whistling wind says sound. And, uh, Frey, if you would like to, it looks like this thing is gearing up for some offense. Yep. Coming down. Okay. It um, is follow! <laughs> yeah, so the way it's going to be timing is it is going to get one of its attacks off, and then Frey is going to come flying down, do whatever you want to do, and then we're going to roll initiative. Uh, so what you see, Thimbleweed and Frey, is when it makes that whistling sound, you then see its light grows in intensity and turns a very dark blue and just blasts forward at you, Thimbleweed. Oh, dear. But I don't think a 13 is going to hit. Uh, no. Okay. You feel like this cold blast of air like rush past you. All right, Frey, you can jump down and do whatever you'd like to do. Yeah, I'm going to jump down and do what I'd like to do. <laughs> uh, all right, how big of a freaking dungeon do we think Eric has created here? <laughs> I mean, we literally uh, just read about elevators or, like, lifts going to different levels, so... Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to give us a long rest at some point because he just watched us roll all of our hit dice for every character. <laughs> That's true. And the next short rest is not going to be no. anything. Um, all right. So, ah, fuck it. I'll use another rage. Why not? All right. Lord, I'm sure something is about to come around the freaking corners. There's no way this is the only thing that's right here. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's not. So, uh, as a little frost breath goes out, I'll just start laughing and come down raging uh, with some do I get advantage on this attack because I didn't know I was there I will allow that sweet that means I don't have to reckless attack in fact one might say that's a good advantage to surprise attacking your foe why did I not go one level rogue uh... <laughs> everybody wants that one level of rogue Uh, We've never had a triple multi-class, you know. Damn. Yeah. Or you don't need Holy it. <laughs> shit, folks. We're only like half an hour into the stream and we've got three added to the crit pile. My goodness. Uh, nice. My. All according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wowzers. 25 points of damage. Holy guacamole. Spray comes <laughs> down a with a furious vengeance. With the enraged axe attack. Mm-hmm. And if that didn't kill it, she swings again for the fences. It did not kill it. Do I still get a second advantage because I it still didn't know I was there? Uh, not on this one, because you have now come down after your big attack. Man! 
Oh, my form of the beast is also going to be. Oh yeah. Um. I'll use a tail. Okay. A little fluffy tail. <laughs> I'll reckless attack for this one to keep my advantage. Twenty-three does hit. Eight more. Wow. Big attack and a tiny one. Yeah. She landed. It's it's not her fault. Uh, let's get some initiative. It is still alive. Come on, Oops. it can't be that much alive. Hang on, I did not delete all the old initiatives. So Use are it. all the old enemies. Yep. All right, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, I forgot to. All right. Orin, how do you have a 6.14 with advantage here? It's the disadvantage thing. I rolled a 20 and I rolled a 3. <laughs> That's funny. So it takes the 3, but it still marks it yep. as a 20. But you didn't use the 20s. It doesn't count. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's disadvantage, not yeah. advantage. Yeah. <laughs> we got to watch for that because that would that wouldn't count for our crit if somebody rolls it yeah. and that becomes their thing. That's easy to miss. Crit, crit initiative, yep. Yep. Uh, well, appropriately, Frey, you are first in the initiative uh, as well. Holy crap. She's laughing even harder. Let's reckless attack again. It worked Why out not? pretty well. Mm. <laughs> I'll do it again. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that, that is another one. Put it on the board. <laughs> Cauldron is getting filled. 12 points. That wasn't much. No, nah, it was some bad damage there. <laughs> this is uh, what you see. This thing, Ooh. once you get close, Frey, it looks more like a frozen corpse, at least from the limbs that you can see. The rest of it's wrapped in like furs and things. You still cannot see a head. It looks like it is just light coming out of it. And it max damage on the second one, though. All right, someone do all that math for me. That's 17, 27, 28, 29 total. Jeez. I'm happy to say it is still alive after all that, but it is not looking good. You have torn it up pretty bad. Just <laughs> you hear that wind is going crazy. Really? Oh my god, you did so much fucking damage though. <laughs> oh. That was impressive. Two crits. Yeah, in the span of two turns. Uh, anything else? No, that's all I got. That, that was enough. <laughs> that was a lot. Thankfully, I get to go next mm -hmm. with the walker. Um, it turns to you, Frey. Oh God, I would hope so at this point. And shines its <laughs> bright light right in your face. And I need to give you. I need to get a a con save from you. Uh, I think I have a thing for con saves here. Hang on. God, there's too many things. Ah, screw it. We'll just go with a regular con save and see what happens. Is that good enough? Yep. You stare right back at it. It uh, the the light never bothered you anyway. It didn't. One eyebrow goes up. Yeah, you did say you recklessly attacked, correct? 
yeah, I did. Thank but this you. time I'm going to attack. Uh, it will enjoy slamming into you with its cold, empowered fists. Yes, but I realize my runic axe has ability to do something with the cold stuff. Uh, 23? Yeah, that definitely hits. Mm. Yeah. That's some damage. I believe that's 31, 14 bludgeoning, and 17 cold damage. Well, I mean... That was a the bludgeoning's not gonna hurt me. Yeah, you do get to have the bludgeoning. Have yeah. Well, well, well. <laughs> Look what asshole DM throwing more cold uh, monsters at you. <laughs> I can capture some energy by hefting the axe into the air. I gain resistance to the triggering damage until the start of my next turn. And the next time I'm hit with and the next time I hit with the, my axe, I could take the target will take an additional D6 of the triggering damage expended. Expending that energy. So, because he hit me with cold, I can now absorb some of it with my axe that the DM gave me. Okay. <laughs> and become nice. resistant to that damage. Have both of them. Nice. Be good. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I think I'm that. Charge, which I'm going to do. Yeah. It's uh, a reaction, I think, right? To... Yeah, it's, a, it's my reaction. So, take half and half. Show the audience. So, nine and seven. I need to add the other thing. You, you have the other upgraded ability, too. I forgot to add that on here. Yeah, you didn't put that on here yet. This is what I was, I was looking through all of them at this point. Yeah. So Start looking through all of my shit. Sixteen. All right. So, basically, you just halved both of those, right? I did, yes. Okay. Well, it's going to do it again. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, no! That is going to be a crit with all that dice. Wow, no, the 20s are no. really coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, you do not get it if I roll the crits. All right, let's see it. Come on. All right. Oh. Couldn't just let me kill this thing, could you? <laughs> I think you still have everything, right? Or no? I do, yeah. Okay. I'm still resistant. Just have the total. Yeah, so seven so, and... 25 and 12. Yeah. There you go. Tank mode is activated to extra tanking. And that is all that it does. But just that wind whistling... Okay. I swear to goodness, if this thing only had like two hit points left, I'm gonna be really pissed. <laughs> it looks pretty weakened, but more than two. Three. <laughs> so where is everything happening? Like up here somewhere? There's, like, yeah, weird there's a hallway. Okay. To your north and to your right. Follow the light. Do you guys see that blue light, by the way? I don't... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. last time I did, like, an aura thing, I remember you guys were like, we didn't see that. I was like, oh. I never saw it. But it I is think beautiful and now terrifying. The way I did That's it this right. time, yeah, this is actually... He's actually outputting a light source, and you can tint that, so... Yeah, we can tell, because there's, like, slivers of it coming through, like, the window. Yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah. All right. It burns! As intended. <laughs> Yeah, you see this weird, what looks like a, a corpse with just light spilling out of it. And I can push past 
just uh, afraid to come like up here, right? Just, yeah. Like... Okay. Uh, excellent. Because I will. Uh, I don't think I've gotten to do this yet. No. I want to use my burning hand spell. Hmm. Mm. Uh, That's right, because we talked about it last week where you, uh, you wanted to do it, but there were like allies everywhere. Yeah, everyone was yeah. away. <laughs> Gosh, my spell save is messed up again, and I don't remember why. Great duck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, because I don't have like a normal casting spell save thing, so I don't know what it should be. All right. I think it's. Uh... Eight plus proficiency plus wisdom. Okay. So eight plus three is 11 plus whatever your wisdom is. Wisdom is one. So 12. 12. Okay. So 12. I don't know why I can't like. You'll have to put it into the spell itself. So when you go into the settings for the spell, you can put it in there. Uh, It is not very dexterous Uh... and it takes the full brunt. Okay, wonderful. Of those burning hands. Um, you find your, I mean, it does do damage. You find your dismay. It doesn't do any extra damage, though. Even yes, that is my dismay. But It is dismaying. Okay, but that's one attack, and then I can do another attack. Third, 12 bludgeoning. 18 does hit it, and with that attack, you crack it right in its glowing head, and all of a sudden the wind just goes... Whoosh, and just kind of stops, and the light fades, goes out, and it just... it The cloak falls off, and what you see, it has no... has like a crushed-in head, you think, for a second, and then it just, the entire body becomes a block of ice that just stays there for a moment, and then it just suddenly breaks and splinters and collapses apart. Just a very fancy death animation. Well, that was easy. It is. That, I, I, I didn't see. Was that Burning Hands just point blank ranged? Yeah, it was. <laughs> right up in his face. It was indeed. That appears to be uh, the only thing that you see around this area. But turn off its bidding light now. Which it's a little darker because uh, Valen was still back here, but she can be. What? What was that? A foe. Wonderful. Or avatars of the ice goddess, I would hazard. It wields cold. It almost surely is. I wonder how far she's made it in here. Uh, can I listen at the door? Yes. Sounds pretty quiet. Especially now with the wind and the shuffling creature gone, um, you don't hear a whole lot of sounds in this area. All right. Um, um, Val Robin, you uh, re- uh, post your detect magic again for me. Oh, yeah. Blocked by one foot of stone. Okay. Um... Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, so there. Oh, I'm confused. There's a door 
that uh, where I am. There's oh, a door. I didn't mean for you to no cast that again. By the way, I don't know if it detects detects your spell. I I, I gave myself all my okay. spell slots back. It wasn't a cast the first time. Uh, yes, the movie. There is there's a door to the north of you. Uh, Celeste and Frey, you two see the hallway continuing to the east. You also see a pretty large cavernous room uh, to your north. Crumbling walkways end in plunging darkness. A circular platform is suspended over a black pit with four chains attached to rusting gears in each corner. Cool air brushes up from the depths. I think we found your elevator. Frey coughs up a little bit of blood. <laughs> I guess, is the axe still stored with cold? How, how long does that last for, do you know? Yeah, I would assume it is because it absorbed it, so... It is the next time you attack with it. Yeah, next time I hit with my axe. Okay. It probably looks cool, like it's got like a little teal like tint to it or something. I'm using the runes as a light source. <laughs> Real hobble in here. Uh, I can... I guess investigate the door, see if there's anything odd about it. Sure, yeah. Being very uh, cautious. I respect that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Certainly helped you in the previous encounter. That seems That's like a happens. door-ass door. Alright, I will open the door in a normal fashion. As you open this door, it opens No whipping it open. Oh, yeah, no whipping this time. <laughs> Uh, in this room, it is partially destroyed by rubble. Uh, sets of chains line the ceiling of the room, running from the wall oh, behind oh. a large lever on the western wall over into the eastern wall. My thing in here is what looks like a bookshelf corner. And so there's there's uh, a large lever. Here uh -huh. in the western wall with chains running across the ceiling toward the east. And then uh, it looks like a path has collapsed and opened up into this room to the east. And we determined you can read Dwarvish. Yep. You can see the lever is clearly labeled. It says raise on one end and lower on the other. And the lever is currently on the raise position. And then in the other room, is that the elevator, or...? In this room, it's actually the room I just described to the others. Yeah, oh. it's a large cavernous <laughs> room. You see a, a circular platform in the middle with chains extending to gears in the corner. Uh, you see a door right here around the corner, another door to your east, and a door to the north. And the hallway extends further to the east. I might have found the elevator controls. Uh, does it look like this platform in the middle, does it look like uh, there's any place for it to go farther up, or does it look like this is the highest it's gonna, it, would, it could go? You don't even have to roll any kind of check for that. You can clearly see this is as high as it goes. This is like the top. Okay. Yeah, so, it, the, the chains okay. look like they have like fully wound up. There is nothing above you. 
that you can yeah. see it looks like you're at the top position okay uh do we see an easy way to get onto that platform is there any kind of like what's the term i'm looking for the boats on uh, to shore you do not it looks like what there is supposed to be a walkway that goes all the way across this area and it is completely crumbled and it just looks like infinite blackness in front of you right Well, if I take another short rest, I can do my jump and get on there. <laughs> you could probably, I mean, how high is the ceiling of this place? Yeah, how high is the this ceiling room. of this place? Yeah, you feel like you could probably climb on the ceiling, and like I said, it was it was pretty low. Drop this room that. is pretty big. I would say that's probably more like a probably more like a twenty foot ceiling at this point. So you would might take uh, a little damage if you actually dropped straight from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Duke in the chat. It's a down elevator. <laughs> it's right. It's a down elevator. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> uh, uh, since I have a climbing speed, can I climb over to these gears and then use that climbing speed to climb across the chains to get over there? You could. And um, I can go across difficult terrain without rolling checks. Yeah. You do like the Assassin's Creed or Horizon thing where you like you like lock on to a small narrow path and you just automatically follow it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Alright, two things. One, Thimbleweed, I need to get your passive perception. And two, uh Valravin, your detect magic starts going off. Oh, it's we're at a twelve. Okay. We'll not tell you anything further. Um, Mine's a 13. Detect magic. Since the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. Say anything else? It's just the presence. If you, oh, use your, you can use your action. Okay. Mm -hmm. You sense magic um, on this door. Um, all right. Do I know? Okay. Uh, Thimbleweed, dear boy, um, there is something magical coming through the door nearest you. I, I actually can't tell if he's in this, if he's in the room down this hallway. I heard his voice earlier. I love that you guys are shouting to each other after just killing uh, a few enemies. <laughs> Hello, over there, are you? Well, he's the only one around. Hey, really, that's the only guard we can yeah, shout. Exactly. Confidence. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Robin will, while Robin will aim his uh, Shardland gauntlet at the door, uh, something magical approaching that doorway. My doorway or your doorway? I can't tell, really. The doorway facing me, so probably mine, I suppose. Are you facing south? <laughs> currently <laughs> facing... North art west. Your north or my north? <laughs> I need your compass. Your north magnetic north? north? <laughs> <laughs> I never use magnetic north. That's a conspiracy. Dupe the controls? <laughs> yeah. Alright, the torpedoes. I'll ready my bow for, I don't know, anything? If yeah, I see any uh, magic, I'm going to shoot the magic. 
I see them uh, doing that, I'm just going to pull out my wand of magic mints. And point it at the door too. Are you on? Are you hanging on the? Are you on the ceiling right now above the platform? No, I did the the spider across the the chains to get to the platform. Oh, the the chains. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you you get on the platform and um, you're pretty small. Yeah, I'm real small. It's and I'm bleeding a lot. Yeah. It it gives a little when you stand on it. Oh, like a trampoline? Not like a trampoline, <laughs> but like it's a little, and it, it, it's somewhere between solid ground and like that rickety bridge at the zoo. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's not, uh, we did, it we doesn't feel good. We right? It said something about the, like, need, the chains need maintenance or something. You I mean, sure did. The journal? Yep. The logbook what mentioned. It, what, what did it say exactly? It says that they need maintenance. Okay. <laughs> and they're getting a little, uh, worn. Can I can I look at the chains and see the quality of them? Yeah, give me a. Uh, uh, we can do an investigation check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or no, we can't. <laughs> Twice with the investigation. Twice, yeah. We're the, the game just say no to investigation. Yeah, checks it's just it's, it's just, not happening. It's really not happening. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. As far as you know, it's just magic holding this platform up. Just... It's it's like it's, it's like we started the encounter, but we had those like optional difficulty things to put on, and one of them was all investigation checks fail, <laughs> <We'll> fail. <laughs> fail spectacularly. <laughs> Where it's not even me like going, ah, it's like no, yeah. you just you, know, you can't yeah, fucking yeah. tell shit. Well, yeah, they look. Paul Robin will at least remember that he just read this in in the in the journal pages that Thimbleweed gave him. Yeah, Frey will do a will, little bounce. Yeah, he he will warn Frey. Uh... He's going to warn her as she's bouncing like it's trampoline. Right. Because she did not hear the book. It is dangerous, dear, and these chains are, at least according to the journal writer, not in the best condition. So. She'll go, no shit, and bounce again. <laughs> you see it, yeah. So I don't see. Okay, so I guess I guess uh, to clarify, the magic that I'm seeing out of that doorway, is it something behind the doorway approaching the door? Like, do I see an aura getting brighter, or is, do I like see like the door is magic? Uh, it says you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the in the area that bears magic, and you learn at school of magic, if any. Yeah. So do do I see the aura around the door, or do I see a, some, an aura something behind the door? Or are you are you doing that? You're using your yeah yeah, yeah. okay action. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was just trying to read the spell and figure out how it worked. Right. Um. You see auras around the door oh, itself. Okay. So the door itself is magic. Yeah. Oh, okay. The I, door I, itself I has magic. All right. Stand down, Thimbleweed. It's magical door, not a magical creature approaching us. But uh, be wary of that door. <laughs> it is magical. Which door? North Arch West, I said. <laughs> Magnetic North Latitude. Longitude? <laughs> 28. That oh, hey, there. there you are. Um, <laughs> it says you do know the school, right? Uh, yeah. The school, if any. You detect... Uh -huh two magical effects one of illusion and one of abjuration okay 
something both dangerous and unreal about that door. Open the door. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> he said open the door. <laughs> We're not that far away. You're literally 10 feet, 15 feet away from me. <laughs> I'm touching you right now. I guess it's a little farther than that, but still. All right. I mean, it is a giant cavern. Yeah, what does yeah. the door look like, at least to Thimbleweed, who's closer? It looks magical. <laughs> it looks like a way more sturdy, impressive door designed to keep people out, whereas the other doors were just pretty simple, like normal doors you'd be opening and closing all day. It's like the difference between... Like an office building that had just normal doors people used, and then one that had like a security keypad on and was made of like thick, you know, that's what you're looking at here. Thimbleweed, as you get close to it, you see it shimmer for a second, and this magic mouth suddenly appears on the door itself. And it speaks in common. Uh, actually, it speaks in... It does a thing where it speaks in common for or dwarvish first and then common. We'll do that like it's an airport, <laughs> like PA system. <laughs> and it says, uh, "Attention, valued employee. This is your boss, Valish Gant. You're approaching a magically sensitive location. If you do not have express permission to enter. You will trigger the lethal security system. You have been warned." And then the mouth goes away. Well, there's the illusion magic. Wonder what the lethal security system is. That's probably the other kind of magic, <laughs> if I were guessing. I mean, I'm almost dead. Let's find out. How far? I'm 25 feet. Um, Open the door! Now, hold on! <laughs> for a door full of magic is no match for the words of all Robin. I will speak that door open. Open uh, sesame! <laughs> <laughs> the door's magic could do not but submit to the writings of the great Valrabin <laughs> as the spell put upon it was dismissed. Open the door! And I will, and I will specifically be targeting the abjuration magic not the illusion magic gotcha i would probably have to cast it twice to do both i imagine yeah it does say choose one magical effect okay um thanks to detect magic also you which is probably at this point fading or starting to fade um 10 minutes so yeah yeah uh you are able to suppress or i guess dispel that magic so you're able to turn that off now you may open it thimbleweed and I believe it will not explode. Alright. I whip it open. Narrator voice. Uh, it, it exploded. It, 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 it is still a locked door as well. Mm. <laughs> Looks like your magic couldn't do everything, could it? <laughs> what a failure you are! <laughs> I didn't know about the lock. Uh. Okay. It's a lock. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a lockpick or key or anything, so. You want me to hit it with my wand of magic mints? 
All right, I step back again. <laughs> That's one way to get Ed, through the door. Ed, Edmund, you've got lockpicking stuff, don't you? I think you do. I'm not a petty thief. Wait, no, he's found but, morals that, all of a sudden? But, but there might be shardling in that room. Oh, then yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> know how to motivate him now. Yeah. Which door are we talking about? Uh, this uh, over here. But I am behind you. Uh, well, let's go over there. It's down this hallway into the north. Mm. Surely, Evelyn actually picks up and says, Surely there's something good if Gant himself warded it. Back. Perhaps that's the lab. Edmund, you open that door while you investigate this bookshelf. I forgot. I hear Bray just laughing. She yells out to the, our little traveling companion, We're not that lucky! <laughs> Wait, are you really going to investigate something again? I'm going to try. Well, oh, maybe God. just... I don't know, you, it doesn't have to be an investigation check. I'm just going to look at the bookshelf. All right, where's the door again? Uh, around the corner, over here. Yeah. This one? Yes. Meanwhile, well, Freight is still jumping, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's in this bookshelf? All right, are you going to give me that? Oh, uh, it's. I mean, I, it, it appears to be just mostly empty, like some just books, g generic books on like mining and like one of them was like how to be a good boss, just like normal books that you would find in this, okay. a facility. 21 Steps to Being a Great Leader of the exactly, World. Exactly. Yeah, successful uh, habits of. Yeah, all that. You've been promoted because the other guy died. Now what? <laughs> Alright, well, I'm going to try to investigate the bookshelf. <laughs> Can't fail every time, right? I don't know. Let me assume it is you. Oh, can I try to pick this lock? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Another crit for the cauldron! Best ones and twenties. My goodness. Give it and take it away. Feast or famine, folks. Feast or famine. Uh, yes, Edmund, you can pick the lock. Um, or try to, at least. Uh, with dexterity, right? Uh, whatever your thieves yes. tools kit thing is, yeah, I think it's dexterity. I think so. Well, I think one of your uh, arms gives you something to do with it, right? You go uh, go gadget lock pick. I'm trying to remember. Don't remember. Give me one to look that up. All right. Meanwhile, Valraven, um, the important thing you see on your investigation check at, at this point, your detect magic has faded. Also, I would say. Um, your investigation check reveals, basically from Moon Knight, the first episode, you see grooves on the ground, and it looks like this shelf has been moved before, specifically oh. away from this wall. You find Nancy Drew novels. <laughs> Man, uh, right. It's been moved from this wall to where it is now? Yeah, it looks like it's been moved away from this wall. Like a door. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, Robin doesn't want to be the one to move the, move the bookshelf. Zimbleweed, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my boy. That bookshelf, it looks like it might have something behind it. <laughs> yeah, you're just slowly ordering Zimbleweed to go do different things. <laughs> Talk to that door. Move that bookshelf. <laughs> there are goats back there. Okay. <laughs> 
order is just getting what might it be more crazy i have no idea but there are grooves along the ground that indicate it might have been moved recently that is fascinating aren't you curious i am aren't you <laughs> yes but my skinny little elf arms <laughs> won't move the bookshelf <laughs> They are skinny, but I'm also not that dumb. <laughs> Vlin! That, that bookshelf looks like it could be moved. Oh, for heaven's sakes, you ninnies! And she grabs the shelf and just starts shoving it along the ground. And successfully moves it out of the way. She says, I've seen this trick before. We hear Frey's voice. You see what I have to deal with? And you see Valen step over this corner and walk through the wall. Then we'll, uh, Edmund, at the same time, you hear a click. Assuming that 22 was your... Uh, Zero correct. I had advantage, and I can use intelligent modifier. Gotcha. Oh. Um, so you are able to open this door, and the amazing thing is that you guys found both entrances into this room at the same time. Right. As you open the door and see Valen walking through the illusory wall down below. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, we didn't trigger a trap. You That's did not trigger point. a trap, that is true. This partially collapsed room has been converted into a private bedroom with a stone desk, bed, and a wooden chest. Doors lead east and north. Uh, well, the door you just went in. Uh, while a rubble-strewn tunnel has been created leading to the northeast. And a giant gaping pit in the middle of the room. Valen walks in and she's like, this is, this must be his quarters. Why is there a pit in his bedroom? Would something happen to this place? Something very bad. What sick hobbies does this man have? Uh, runs like over Gorg? to the desk and starts rifling through things. Is that door to the east? Is that... Um... That's the door you just came in. I'm sorry, door to the west. Is that like collapsed rubble? Is that... This is collapsed rubble, yes. Okay, so there's no getting through there. Yeah, the only thing you see, you see a door to the north and then a collapsed uh, rubble has created a tunnel to the northeast. Oh, I see. Um, all right, well, yeah, okay. Is the chest in the corner? Mm-hmm. It is indeed. I will carefully take a look at this chest. Uh, give me the good old-fashioned investigation check. This is a lot of investigating in this Lovely. dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. Back. <laughs> you flew too close to the sun, sir. <laughs> I, 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 game. I just wish you'd average now. That's true. Bit. You're a little no. behind the curve. <laughs> I think we've had like three net ones and one net twenty on investigation checks or something. Yeah, that is phenomenal. That's yeah, yeah. Just incredible. What chest? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It looks perfectly fine. Totally safe. Ripe for the pickings. Well, if everybody looks looking around for ten minutes, Paul Robin will sit in the corner <laughs> and uh, continue to write about detecting magic. Oh, it's a ritual, isn't it? You can just keep. It on. is a ritual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it seems like you could hang around here for 10 minutes. What do the rest of you want to do while he's ritualizing Detect Magic? Continue to jump on my trampoline. Ray's enjoying, yeah, <laughs> checking on the lift. Every once in a while, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, Frey, as you look kind of over the abyss. You think you might even, like, hear something, feel something uneasy about it. I don't know if she would feel uneasy about it. Mm. Good point. I didn't mean to presume. I'm still way back here. How do I get on the lift and get across? Uh, you have to have spider climbing powers by Frey, or you can just go around the hallway into the quarters that the others went in. Yeah, I missed that part, and so it, to me it just looked like these were like walls or something. Oh, this uh, Basically way. go back the way you came and then go uh, north on the hallway. I, I see. Okay. Yeah, this looks like a bedroom. Um, Valen goes through the desk, and uh, those of you looking, if you're watching her, she finds two spell scrolls. She just kind of looks at all of you meaningfully and gestures if you want them, although she would take them if you don't. A spell scroll of Arcane Lock and a spell scroll of Glyph of Warding. Sure, those aren't going to come in handy later. Ah. Said, watch yourself on these magic doors. Good call doing the dispel magic. Elish Gantas certainly knows his way around wizarding traps. Aha! And she finds uh, a book and opens it up and appears to be the journal that Valish Gant himself wrote. Uh, this is in common. And she shares it to all of you. And it is dated, first one about eight, uh, 14 months ago. I found a place to suit my needs. A tucked away, run down, but still operational mine in the Dwarven Valley. The dwarves were practically giving it away. Thanks to my operations in Bryn Shander, money is no object here. The next entry is about a year ago. Amazing how little money stirs a lot of motivation. The dwarves have almost finished with my specified expansions. The lab will take some time to set up, as will the Ori. This Lantamir has proven exceptionally loyal and helpful, but I mustn't get distracted. Every second that goes by is another second someone else could find what's buried up here. We must stay ahead and keep digging. Next entry about nine months ago. Our work is paying off. We've discovered several deposits of Shardolin. The dwarves have no idea what it is, but it's a simple matter of letting them keep most of the gems and minerals to buy their silence. An easy trade as money flows steadily for my enterprise and Bryn Shander. And the final entry dated about eight months ago. Success! The day we have toiled for has finally arrived. We deposited a particularly large chunk of Shardolin into the Geomantle, and the Ori lit up and revealed the source of it all. And it's under the goddamn Regged Glacier. I knew there was something bigger here. Fortunately, it's going to take more than a bunch of dwarves to get under a glacier. We need more power for the Geomantle. To get a clearer picture and precise location of what we're dealing with. Nass and I will return to Bryn Shander to make some inquiries. That was the final entry. So he he abandoned this place because it wasn't the source that he was looking for. Um, Valen can confirm. I don't even have to say this out of character. I can do it through her, and says, uh, "This this would line up with the time that he was arrested in Ten Towns. It must have just been dumb luck." That he found something and wasn't able to do anything about it. When he got back to town, he was arrested for his crimes in Bryn Shander. Antomir got away, though. 
So he knows the location of something. Yes, it seems like he did find something. And he is currently under arrest? As far as I know, he's still imprisoned up at Rebel's End here in Icewind Dale. May want to pay him a visit next. Interesting, yes. Might we want someone to speak to? Alright, is my detect magic is 10 minutes past? Sure, yeah. She reads this journal. Um, right, re reapproaching his scrolls. chest. You know the scrolls? Okay. Yeah, you said there were a scroll of Arcane Lock and scroll Glyph of Warding? Yes. Okay. She looks a little sad about you taking them, but she kind of nods as you, know, <laughs> you guys are the more adventuring type. Um, right when you did it from this position, Valrobin, that you were in, mm. you detected very similar magic um, to the door on the north. Okay. Uh, but not on this chest over here. You detect no magic on the chest. All right. And the north door, I detect both illusion and abjuration again? Uh, you detect... I think so. Yes. Okay. All right, well, I, my investigation check on this chest was a one, but visually, is there a lock on it? Like, can I just look at it? It say? does look like it has a lock on it, yes. Okay. Um, your detect magic can also detect magic <laughs> coming uh, beyond the door to the north. So the, the north door and something beyond the, the door? No, door? not on the door. The Just beyond, sorry, on the other side of the door, detecting something. Oh, wait, so... Hold on, so the, the, what I was initially detecting, that's not on the door? Sorry. I have to specify what door. <laughs> the first time, I meant back when you were in this space, and it was the door uh -huh. north of where Frey is in that big cavern lift room. Oh, that, that the, door. That oh, door. Oh, okay. Right here, you detect something not on this door to your immediate north, but something beyond it is giving off your magic. Okay. All right. Uh, he'll just inform the party. Um, well, this chest is locked, but it is not magical. There is something magical beyond that northern door, but it does not seem to be magical itself. Sorry, you also... This, this fucking spell. Um, you detect... Something magical inside the chest. Oh, okay. I forgot that that kind of stuff would also. Do. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's less than a foot worth of. Yeah, yeah, worth, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm doing my uh, best here. <laughs> You're well, fucking just radar and. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh dear. Yeah, it's getting a little tricky. Worry about Robin telling me there's something magical in there. I've already opened it. <laughs> Maybe for twenty one. Do you want to investigate it first, Edmund, or are you just gonna pick it up, lock pick it? I assume Val Robin looked at it. Uh, he, he did, did. and he nodded <laughs> and looked away. Uh, fate is upon Val Robin. You are successful at picking the lock. However, none of you detected the mechanical trap that was set up uh, at this chest. And as you hear a click, Edmund, you see a needle come firing out at you. And I need a 
Uh, con saving throw, please. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wait, what happened? Oh, I got a 15. 15. Okay. <laughs> that was the nastiest poison needle you've That's, ever seen. Oh lord, that was a damage, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see, hold on. I will say that 15 is good. Oh. Uh, with 15, you can take half damage and you are not poisoned. But, holy shit, that was a particularly poisonous needle. <laughs> Age only made it more deadly. That's right. Fermented. Fermented. Oh, Robin, how come you didn't see that? Hey, it looked like a solid enough chest to me. <laughs> oh, to be fair, my boy, I've been rolling ones all evening. <laughs> what do you mean true. rolling ones? What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, inside the chest... You find a money bag with a quick glance inside reveals that there is a hundred and fifty gold pieces in there. Making this. You find a collection of odd small oblong orbs. I mean orb is a spherical, I don't know what I'm trying to describe, but some kind of weird arcane thing. Uh, which you can give me an arcana check or an investigation check trying to figure out what these is, but you find a couple, like a handful of them. All of them appear to be just dim and faded, except for one is still softly glowing. So you do an investigation? Sure. It's much better. <laughs> I think you just dictated pretty much what I rambled about. <laughs> Small <laughs> oblong orbs, weird arcane thing. Just a bit. Holy shit. Uh, Edmund, with your experience as an artificer, you're pretty sure this is some kind of, I don't know how to contextualize this in a fantasy realm, but it looks like a fucking battery for, uh, some kind of construct or automaton. And unfortunately, most of them look like they have been faded over time or, uh, discharged or whatever, except for one appears to still be usable. So I'll just discard the rest. Yeah. And you do they recall, look like kind? sorry, what? Do they look like the rechargeable kind? No, right. they do not look like the rechargeable kind. <laughs> um, Take the one. You recall the logbook mentioned something about power cores for excavator bots, and that they were being stored um, somewhere else. So you could label this as a power core. Uh, you also see in a bag, uh, roll 1d4 for me. Uh, 1d4 plus 1. 1d4 plus 1? Sure. You find three pieces of raw shardlin in a bag, and tucked very neatly, uh, wrapped up in a cloth, and this is what set off Ball Robin's thing, you find a, what looks like a magic short sword, with the words uh, "vigilance" written on the hilt. Anyone want a short sword? You kind of toss it aside. Cling, cling. <laughs> I certainly don't use a short sword. Do you use a short sword, Thumbweed? 
I've seen you. I've seen you stab things before, but I'm not sure what kind of weapon you stab them with. I have a short sword. <laughs> yeah. Would you like a have, better short sword? Have a magic one. Yeah. Does look magical. Caught vigilance sounds exciting. Um, Edmund's homunculus servant, the Charlotte Dragon, picks it up and flies it over the thimble. <laughs> How unnecessarily dramatic. I love it. <laughs> uh, you imagine it would take the either identify spell or a short rest to uh, figure out what it is, but it does look like a magic short sword. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that looks like the only, st and, you know, Valen pilfers everything that's useful on the desk. It's more stuff about, like, mining and, um, like, surveys of this area and uh, tunneling things, but also some, like, notes about building um, a giant. What, what you learn is that what an Ori is is a model of a usually like a, a so an entire solar system, but in this case, what it refers to as just a, a, a map that can, uh, with enough arcane power, has these triangulation systems on it that can locate things. He's got all these notes and information about it. Uh, well, there is something magical behind the northern door. Mm -hmm. If anyone would like to go through that first. I need to come over there. Probably, uh, we, we keep finding rooms over here on the left-hand side. Bray's <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, the lift. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I don't think that uh, lift is going to take anybody but you once we do activate it. We could activate it to send you down by yourself. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I dare I, the I, DM I, to kill me. Yeah, yeah. I suspect we're going to need your help on the left-hand side over here. All right, let's scuttle back across. So, which door had magic? Uh, this one. There's there's something behind the door that's magic. Right, the door itself oh. was not magical. You also just see that yeah, the tunnel just created an opening right here. The frail just opened the door. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, your detect magic detects magic all over, uh, and, and it looks like you see. Uh, that what I just described, the as, as was in the book, this this model map of the world and specifically this region. The circular room is more recent than most of the other rooms you've seen. Constructed atop sev uh, several circular pedestals is a three-dimensional map of the Forgotten Realms. Interesting. As you enter... Many things. There we go. Uh, as you enter this room... Arcane energy pulses around you and through the Ori, lighting up several lines and diagrams and tracing paths throughout this Icewindale region. And all the paths converge to one large area located in the Regged Glacier. And the lines build what looks like a 3D image above the map, a model of what appears to be an ancient city. And the image of this city that's kind of like half askewed, crushed into the ice, slowly rotates, hovering above the map. Valen just gasps. My gods. What are we looking at, dear? 
that. And she actually like steps up to it, steps like right up to it, and like puts her hands through the image and thing. This is incredible. What's he's done here? She forgets to like refer to him as an asshole. <laughs> this she refers to the image. The architecture, the energy, it's this is an ancient Netherese city. It's an empire that once ruled this world thousands of years ago with their mastery of magic. This entire city is buried here in the Dale that would be one of the greatest discoveries of our time. But he would have mentioned this specifically if this is what he found, but maybe he didn't know. Know what? About the Netherese civilization? Oh, maybe he didn't get this far. The amount of energy it would take to do this, and she had gestures to the whole thing, like pulsing with all this energy and stuff, and it's still active. That means... That means the orb might still be here. Which means... Antimir might have made it here. Ah, his distant came back and finished what their master started. Exactly. Something like that? Yes. He found... something. Maybe just this part of it. She gestures just the lines converging. The damn fool got arrested before he could do anything, but the assistant, the partner, the lover, steals high-powered artifact, makes it back here, now discovers this, and she looks around at the rubble, clearly had a side effect. What this has to do with the Frost Maiden, I'm not sure. Unless she just doesn't like us poking around in her realm. This is the part of the movie where she's figured out enough that she doesn't need us anymore and kills us all. <laughs> <laughs> what I've kind of been waiting for is for her to like turn and attack all of right, us. Right, <laughs> yeah. Now I've got everything I need. Um, it looks like the tunnel once, or this path once, continued to the northeast, but it has just been completely collapsed and full of rubble. We need to get back to his lab, if it's not buried under rubble. Their lab. At the very least, recover the orb and... Get that out of here. Maybe that's what's drawing the Frostbane's attention. Maybe it's just this. I don't know. But. But. And you can see she's get kind of a hungry look in her eye. We. Can be the ones. Discover this city. As I said, it would be one of the greatest achievements of our time. The. The knowledge. That it could contain. Likely also has something to do with the Frost Maiden's curse, I imagine. 
It's also very true. She is guarding this place. It stand to reads, stands to reason that there is a reason. Yes, that makes sense. One problem at a time, lady. Don't go asking for extra work. <laughs> yes, let us find what we can here before we decide where to go next. So fascinating. She's just completely like in awe of this. <laughs> I can't believe that asshole pulled all this off. Out here where there's nothing. No offense. She gestures to those of you native to Icewind Hale. <laughs> Plenty taken. <laughs> Incredible. So we've kind of reached a dead end here, though. Like this... Well, I, the, the, the place where this Netherese city or whatever the location is, does that seem to match up with what we read earlier about it being somewhere underneath the glacier? Uh, yes. Can, can we tell? Okay. Yes. Yeah, from what you can tell, it looks like uh, Gaunt at least found that there was something in the glacier, but he just didn't get far enough. But now you can clearly see there's an entire, um, yeah, like 3D image of this city that's been created. All right. Varavan will take a few minutes to just sort of draw as rough a map as he can, or as quickly as he can, of what we're seeing on this 3D map. Yeah. Just in case it's helpful later. Well, I suppose there's nowhere to go but down now. Well, there's actually another door, but it's also magically trapped. Well, the last magically trapped door gave us all this. True. So let me ask you this. Is this information that could get into the wrong hands? Oh my, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me? As soon me? as she says, as this soon as she is... says that, Frey swings her axe. Oh, no! <laughs> you just start smashing this thing? Yeah. She breaks it. Wait. Too late. Stop! What are you doing? This is this is a treasure map! Of sorts? He wrote down the details. He made the details. It's fine. <laughs> ah, the, the magic, the skill, the craftsmanship to build this. Yeah, get over it. Maybe you can free this fellow and take him back to your wizarding fellows. He can make him teach you his secrets. Ah. Uh, yes. I suppose if he's made it this far with Shardland magic technology, then we have much to learn from him. Surely he doesn't need to be rotting in some backwater prison here. No offense. Plenty taken. <laughs> Uh, Frey, uh, you can have a point of inspiration for smashing up the map because I did not expect that. That's pretty funny. It does seem like something. Nobody, nobody can follow our tracks now. Yeah, it does seem like something uh, that you would do. That Frey mm -hmm. would do. Frey, go break that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, you guys haven't explored the eastern half of this facility either. So you had the one magic trap door, but also there were doors, and that hallway just kept extending to the east side as well. Did it? It did. Alright. It's very sad to see this place be destroyed. Find a rubble image very quickly. 
Oh, I got tons of rubble images. Are you kidding me? There you go. Excellent. <laughs> like, oh. suppose it was for the best. Anyone else learning about it, but... Oh. You're a little too obsessed with this thing, lady. <laughs> I appreciate good magic. It'd be a shame if we all died and no one ever knew it ever again. This <laughs> is history. Something you say right before you kill everybody. <laughs> it's just mumbling that walking. It's a shame everybody died and its secrets got lost in time. Like tears and rain. I Sick. think we're at the point to the movie where one of our uh, compatriots is about to back backstab us all. All of you are vying for that position. Uh, but yeah, you see uh, the hallway continues to the east down here where Valravin is, back where you fought the walker, or there's the lift, or there's the magically trapped uh, door to the north of the lift. All kinds of paths. Yeah. There's no way to get to that north door, though, right now, besides climbing on the walls. Either phrase, yeah, climbing, or just good old-fashioned jumping, but I'd have to look up the... Well, it doesn't look like it's very far, at least from there to the platform, but getting to the platform is this tougher one. It's like 15 feet. Yeah. Some of you have embarrassingly low strength scores. Yeah. Yeah. Because what, is the, what is the long jumping rules? I totally forgot. I think it is. As long as you can make a long jump, it's your strength score in feet. Right. So, it can go nine, which does not quite get there. <laughs> I can go 18 feet. Wow. <laughs> you can jump twice as far despite being half the size. It's impressive. So, and if I decide person. to take the jump thing for my uh, bestial soul, yeah. <laughs> I get to make a strength athletics check and extend my jump by a number of feet equal to the check's total. Wow. So it's already 18 plus whatever I roll. <laughs> Well, Frey, if you would like to go up there and open that door, I can un—I could dispel its uh, dangerous magic for you. All right, I can do that. Spider Frey, Spider Frey. Once again, you feel um, a chill come up on the back of your neck, and it's just an uneasy feeling, like you're being. It's kind of like a feeling where you're being watched. But all you see around you is the darkness of this pit. No blue eyes. No blue eyes. Freya will lean her head over and go, Hello! Hello! I know you're down there! Stop watching me, it's creepy! <laughs> Um, remind me what everybody's passive perception score is. 13. 13. 12. 16. <laughs> but I'm also way in the back. 11. I'm sure this can't be bad for us. <laughs> okay. Um, as you call down into the pit, Frey... You just feel kind of uh, like more air than usual blowing up from the pit. 
Are you a dragon? <laughs> uh, sorry, can everybody just type their past perception in the chat? It's going to be easy on me trying to remember. Oh, that's somewhere you... Thank you. You typed it out, aren't you, the teacher's pet? <laughs> 16 is impressive. That is. Um, <laughs> Good job. Edmund, you are the only one who is not surprised when you see um, out of the corner of your eye just shimmering what look like invisible figures just darting around erratically coming up from the depths of this pit. And I'm gonna need everybody to roll me some initiative and we're gonna get a surprise round that's just gonna have Edmund and these creatures. Something's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Great initiative. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, oh, 20s. <laughs> Lots of 20s. Lots of 20s. It's a night. Aldrin's up to 8. You should do like a rest in peace Hugh Hefner sort of um, jackpot where whoever has the last uh, crit of the night gets some special prize. <laughs> well, the prize is going to be the crit you're reaching 20, but... Oh, fine. Uh, alright, so the first thing that happens, one of these screaming creatures, not screaming, sorry, it's just, uh, yeah, it kind of makes a shrieking sound. Um, you think you see the vague outline of a shimmering, invisible dwarf ghost with, like, a screaming visage on its face, and it hurls up from the depths of this pit. And Frey looks at you. And you feel your body start to move. And I have to make a charisma check contested by your strength check as it tries to move you. Emotionally, but no, physically. <laughs> oh, uh oh. Good. Uh oh. Oh dear. You like to do any of your things. <laughs> yeah. Like what? I can't do anything. <laughs> I gave you inspiration earlier, and I don't know if you still uh -oh. have bardic inspiration or if that went away. I don't know how long that lasts. I had time to sit and do a new detect magic, so it's gone. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll use my inspiration to try again. There we go. <laughs> All right, you maintain. Um, Ed, so this is this is a, this is a, yeah the surprise round still. So Edmund, you are next, and you see uh, several. In fact, I'll go ahead and put them all on there since uh, they're all going to get to go. Oh, yeah, Boy. you see several of these ghostly figures. What? And they are... Oh, shit, he had to go. <laughs> <laughs> From what you can tell, they are pretty much invisible. You can just see, like, vague outlines of their bodies as they're flying around. Ray, that was the worst timing. Wait, wasn't that a surprise round? 
it is a surprise round, but Edmund had a high enough passive perception to see them during mm. their surprise round. So basically, he gets to go along with them. Uh, I see. Makes sense. There he is. Sorry. All right, so we're still in the surprise round. Yeah, you see several of these creatures float flying around. Are they easily visible or? They are not easily visible. They are, in fact, what would still be considered invisible. Oh, man. Which is mechanically enough where you can target them, but you imagine it would be disadvantageously so to attack. <laughs> Let me draw a square real quick. Uh, where's my draw? Draw shape. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. 5, 10, 15, 20. We are square. Oh my gosh, you just had to separate them that much, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the square doesn't quite reach the next grid, so. What? Uh, yeah, it looks like you can get two of them wherever you're trying to put that square. Yeah, I know. get three at the most. Alright, I do some calculations. I think three is the most I can do. Okay. Um, pick up some dirt and light it aflame and somehow blow it through the air to those three on the right side. Attempt to light them up ah. with some with some glitter. I've turned this dirt <laughs> into glitter <laughs> naturally. After bees, stripper save. save a DC fourteen. Zero damage. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Tell me to hold on. I'm already and I'm already entering the calculations. No, no, you're fine. I was just reading the very end about the invisible part. It just says he can't be. Oh, see. Oh, well, two of them, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, they can't benefit from being invisible. So yeah, totally. Yep, so that the negates their invisibility. Correct. Uh, so one of them uh, makes the save. We'll call that the first one. The other two become visible and lit up. These two on the east side, and now you very clearly see they look like ghostly dwarves, and even they have like bits and pieces of mining equipment, um, like you know maybe a helmet or something, and it's but they all look like they uh, died some mining related incident or accident or homicide. I don't know. <laughs> I got two Mining of them. a lot like homicide. <laughs> he yells, I got two of them, but there's still one in front of Brave, Valin, and Val Robin. Um, next one is going to be this one with 14. Initiative is going to scream and target Thimbleweed with its telekinetic thrust. Thimbleweed, I need a strength check. Contested by my 16 Charisma. Okay. Eight. 
Uh, you are gonna get hurled off your feet. Uh oh. As this thrust picks you up and basically hurls you to, eh, we'll say, here. <laughs> it's only 10 feet, but in the worst 10 feet. Yeah. Okay. And you begin falling. Begin, huh? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm still falling. <laughs> I've been falling for 10 minutes. <laughs> um, This one, since it's close to Valen, will just attack. And has advantage because it is invisible. And that will hit Valen as it slams into her. Ah! And then this one, which is lit up, will try to do the same thing to Valravin. Uh, number three, we'll try to pick you up. So Valravin, I need a strength check. Strength check. Tested by my. Oh no! Well, this will be interesting. All right. I say plus one. You withstand the thrust, and then the last one is just going to attack Frey. Uh, with advantage, because it has not been fairy-fired. It's considered an invisible creature. 19. Yeah, that hits. For 15 force damage. Wow! That was... I am not immune to force damage. Almost max damage. <laughs> Alright. And now we begin our normal combat. Uh, then we just... Uh, has just been thrown into this pit and it started to fall and we start with... I started to fall though have I really we start it's very Looney Tunes style <laughs> like as long as you don't look down you're fine yeah. you have to realize you're falling before yeah. you can fall uh, we start with Frey oh. I don't think these are minions of the frost maiden no Disgruntled employees, surely. <laughs> uh, alright. I'm going to hit this guy with my axe. Plus, I'm going to throw on my superiority die and do a menacing attack on it. Okay. Because, you know, why not? It is currently invisible, so you would have disadvantage unless you have something else to negate that. Well, I can Reckless Attack, which gives me advantage. That is something you can do. Yeah, so that'll be just a regular attack then. Well, I think it's this one. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's 21. Yeah. So... Oof. Oh, yeah, and it takes that cold damage. Oh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll that. What, what was that damage? So, I still need to add in the cold damage. So, right now, it is taking 22 points of damage plus the, I think it's a d6 of cold. Okay. Uh, let me check real quick. Yeah, d6. So... Six. 
Oh, damn. So 23 points of damage. Okay. Um, thanks to that little extra bit of cold damage, you slice into this ghost and it just, it just dissipates. Very satisfyingly. Uh, can I use my movement then at this point to jump and skitter and catch Thimbleweed? By the I don't know if you need to do that. Uh, I do have flying. Oh, do you? So you also <laughs> attacked as your action, so it's getting a little bit too many action things here. Haven't, I haven't used my movement yet. Yeah, you, know, you can still move, but mm-hmm. grabbing somebody would be an action. So the boy just yells at you, at, at all of us. It's fine, fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He's the dog in the burning house. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. All right. Well, I'll still use my move to jump onto the platform again. Sure, it's that same. Yeah. I'd rather be on the platform and have more space to move around. Yeah, fair. Well, that was such a waste of my menacing, because then it was going to be frightened of me. Yeah. <laughs> that did more damage, though. That's mm-hmm. That was the kicker. He did, like, another six damage. Yeah. So, yeah, she'll just bestial yell at people and do the come at me, bro. Okay. Um... Next is this one, which will... Come at me, bro? Uh, sure. So visible, it does not get its advantage. Try to slam into you. And it is rattled by your bestial roars. <laughs> Just fucking practically slams itself into the platform. Uh, Edmund! Then Boyd said he could fly. Yeah. About to find out. So he's yelling at us a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this will determine what I do. Then Boyd, can you fly for real? I have my ways. <laughs> he seems strangely confident despite plummeting to his death, so. I believe I, him. I, I hope you succeed then. <laughs> Me too. You know what? I should. I'll I'll save you, and you can probably use your turn to do more damage than I could. Um, he he gently thorn whips thimbleweed. <laughs> he gently thorn whips thimbleweed. <laughs> What's the range on your thorn whip? Thirty. That's not gentle. That is not a gentle thorn whip. It is not a gentle thorn whip. No. The damage I know. You're still doing the damage. You're fucking fitting with a thorn whip spell. Um, there's no, uh, there's no gentle about it. It literally says a long vine-like whip covered in thorns. I don't need your help. I'm here to save you. Do not resist. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> you forgot to say the fine print of you of saving him was doing ten damage to you. I'll pursue my plan and and thorn whip him by the ankle and yank him ten feet towards me. <laughs> Very violently just grabbed and slammed into the wall. Alright, then boy, you take ten damage, but you are uh ungracefully oh. deposited. Hey. <laughs> He's gonna jump into the fucking air just as a point of showing. Yeah, I, I don't wanna show you what I can do. Is this what? gonna be like so 
complaining I've about told, the fact you had a great move last time. Yep. I've told two people trying to save me. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I listened. They just love you so much. Okay. <laughs> I didn't listen. <laughs> so badly, he just wants to hurt me at the same time. That's the real reason, I think. Okay. That's how he shows love. Yep. Love is pain. <laughs> you family, whatever you were trying to do. I couldn't <laughs> let it happen. Um, I'm only when these guys attack. I'm only seeing them attack once, right? I'm only doing one, one attack per turn. Correct. Okay. Seems like they can either do their big punch slam attack or try to do the moving you thing. Okay. But not both. All right. Well, Robin will write some words about how magnificent Frey looks crawling along the ceiling. <laughs> And how her wounds heal as Thank a result God. of her medicines. Thank God. <laughs> For seven. And then. Um, but Robin's gonna try to play Ghostbusters with his gauntlet and blast some ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do any more. We'll get fucking. <laughs> they'll come for us. <laughs> that's that's as much as I can do. Uh, he will gauntlet blast number three. Because that one is lit up like the night sky. It is. You can see that one. <laughs> well, oh, I hit it. You rolled your one, though. I did roll my one. You rolled your one. It was on damage, so, you know. Yeah. I still hit it. Uh, it does hit, and it takes a little bit of damage. Small little yep. ectoplasm goop. That one's better. There you go. Nine damage. That one takes off a good chunk. All right. And then Valrob's going to step away from this ledge, because he didn't like being lifted off his... Can I, can I scurry through these windows? <laughs> what is the situation with these windows? Uh... Not no. Probably one of the smaller folks could do it, but you're the openings aren't really big enough for you. But you could certainly go back in these hallways. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah. We'll just hide in the hallway. Another manix maneuver. That's right. Alright, um, and that one, the nearest ghost does not appear to interested in uh pursuing you. So this one will Rush after Thimbleweed. And it's still invisible, so it gets advantage on its slam. 19. Yeah. It's a weed, 11 force damage. Oh boy. You just feel just impact just crushing you. It's almost as bad as a thorn whip. It goes like, good combo! <laughs> Uh, uh my health right there. Celeste. Two rounds. Coming for you next. Okay. Uh I'm gonna use my radiant sunbolt. So I'll attack uh number four. Oh, I always put the wrong one. 
There we go. That's a 12. Yeah. Uh, you have discovered the 12 does hit a ghost. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, and then I'll do that a second time. That's a nine. Discovered that a nine does not hit a ghost. <laughs> then I'll spend... Um, I'll set, I'll spend a key point to do it another time. Discovered that a 10 does not hit a ghost. <laughs> just, okay. just blind firing from the hip right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you may great. slightly be afraid of some ghosts you've discovered. <laughs> um... If you spend a key point, you can attack again because you can do two as a bonus action. Right. Well, that's my. I I just spent a key point, so but this is always my confusion mm. with this spell because I did it yes. twice, but then I spent a key point to do it. Like, no, you, you get two base. Another one. Attack. You you, you can always attack twice. Actually, you can always key attack point. thrice. Okay. <laughs> if yes. you use a bonus yes. action. I get it. I get it now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So that's that's twelve. Twelve hits. Twelve hits. Nice. Another five. All right, you do hit on two of those. Great. Yep. Alright, yep. that's it. Okay. Boy, you got ghosts in your face. Alright. You big disgrace. Set <laughs> 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 up songs here. You're just transposing lyrics. <laughs> half fist. Yeah. As a bonus action. <laughs> He's gonna I'll show gain off. Flying speed. <laughs> <laughs> I could always fly for no reason. Just <laughs> to demonstrate. Yeah. Uh, well, that's pretty cool. But now we know. Yeah, <laughs> knowing is how to avoid getting thorn thorn by head. <laughs> have told her that earlier. Uh, <laughs> Don't help me, comma. I have bugs that can help me fly, period. <laughs> he writes this on a note folded and hands it to you. Oh, look. There's blood dripping onto the floor below my feet. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hit uh, the ghost in front of me with that new sword I got. Okay. I, I, for half a second, thought you were going to hit Edmund. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to pick him up and yeet him into the pit, please. He didn't ask for my help, therefore I will not hit him. <laughs> He's going to remember this ten sessions later. Edmund's going to call out for something. Let me borrow your thorn whip. Remember the time. <laughs> uh, Alright, should I just do a regular short sword attack? Uh, yes, and I will explain to you what to do, because you are... All right. Experimenting. Gosh. <laughs> hey, it's the first time using it. It's uh, it's natural. It it's natural. To everyone. Yeah. It's much lighter weight than your normal short sword, yep. so you're like, you're yeah. Yeah. Smooth. All right. I'll do it again. All right. There you go. You Three. feel like you could add uh, plus one to that attack and plus one to that damage. Um, nice. Any other effects you feel like you would have to be attuned to this weapon? But okay. uh, you do feel like, and it, it cuts through, uh, this creature seems to have um, 
normal resistance, but because it's magic, it cuts right through that. Alright, and I'll also add... Uh, three damage to it. Okay. Uh, between that and Celeste, this thing is looking real bad. That ghost is barely hanging on to unlife. <laughs> uh, this one is going to try to pick up Celeste. Done that to you yet? Give me a strength check, Celeste. Contested by an eight. Oh. All right, you stand firm. You feel like your feet would just try and lift off the ground as it just, I don't know what it does. Like when a roller coaster starts going down the yeah. hill, you like suddenly rise off your seat. But you maintain your positioning. Uh, this one will fly down here and do the Hi, same bro. thing to you, Frey. It will actually try to do its thrust upon you. Give me a strength check. 14. Oh. Stop that. 24. Oh, and that is another one. Put it on the board. You should, honestly, Eric, you should put a, like, a radio channel sound effect that you can hit, hit, hit. Every that would be pretty good. Time. Yeah, I need to look into that. That'd be pretty great. Yeah, that, that's true. I should have some kind of thing going there. Um, all right, you maintain your footing, and these ghosts are getting, uh, frustrated. That one is dead, and it's Frey's turn. Hey. I don't have my superiority die anymore, so... Uh, so, do I get advantage on this one? Because it's, uh... Very fired? Correct. Sweet. <clears throat> so close. Definitely hit. Seven. That was really crappy damage. Kinda is. No rage, right? No. I don't think eleven hits. Uh, it does not. Congratulations, you found its AC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the seven does take some pretty good chunks out of it. Out of its ghostly form, it shrieks and shimmers. Uh, anything else? That's it. I can only do two attacks. Alright. I don't know if you want to spider on around. Uh, this one can only do one attack, but... And it does not get advantage, because... Or were you recklessly attacking? Nope. Did, did I roll? I had advantage because of the... Oh, right, right, the fairy fire. fire. Yep, that's right. Alright, so regular attack of the slam... No. ...is no good. It's gonna have better luck trying to throw me off the pit. We go to Edmund... These ghosts don't seem to have any kind of tactical intelligence. They're just doing whatever they feel like. <laughs> Out of good faith, can I feed them a weed, a potion of healing? <laughs> <laughs> I went to gently caress the back of his neck. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for hurting you, baby. <laughs> I bat his potion under the pit. <laughs> You're, you just got trolled for helping him. I don't think you want to keep helping him. <laughs> I know. Uh, as I as don't attempt make me hurt you like that. aggressive towards me. <laughs> the drama. No, but for real, did he look aggressive? <laughs> Can you read Do I? Read? All right. 
as a bonus action. Uh, what do we decide on these ghosts? Are they hard to see, or is my perception okay? Uh, the ones that are invisible, I just realized I totally forgot to impose disadvantage the last time we attacked all of them, didn't we? Oh, well, that was benefit for y'all. <laughs> uh, the ones with fairy fire are visible. The ones that, uh, chat, you're supposed to help me with these things. Um, the other ones are supposed to be invisible, but I totally forgot to do that last round. Also, I started the MVPC poll, so please vote. MVPC. Well, as a bonus action. Uh, he creates a little wind with an attempt to move number four towards him to kind of blow him towards number five. Blow him four. Okay. These guys are flying, but I guess you could technically move them still. I mean, the spell says you can move them. Sure. Okay. I just flavored it. Uh, that is a strength saving throw. Well, these things aren't very strong. Nope. Yeah. Would fight up very easily is moved, and then I'm why going can't we do that to you? What? <laughs> oh, the ghosts are very frustrated. They can't move you all, but you all seem able to move them. So, what do we decide? I have disadvantage on an attack roll. Yes, you should. I forgot during the last round. Okay, so last and then, but we should have had disadvantage on. Four. There we go. So number five gets three plus four. Ooh, I can do that math. It bounces or seven to number four. Uh, so seven damage bounces to four. Uh-huh. Uh, that one, the flames melt its ghostly body to all the attacks of your compatriots. Robin, we're back to you, hiding in the hallway. 5, 10, 15. What's left? Oh, the two fairy-fired ones, surprisingly, are the ones left left. I know, right? And all the ghosts are injured. Okay. Um, I'm good with number two. Okay, yeah, you're good over there. <laughs> you got that one, Frank. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. What am I... Uh, where's the real next? It's less than Thimbleweed. I believe they can kill number five. All right. Uh, Valravin will blast at number three with the gauntlets. Another one. <laughs> can you get another nine in there? Yeah. Eight. Close. Close. You've almost obliterated it. All right. Hanging on by a ghost thread. That's right. I don't want to use an inspiration right now. So Volrovin will just go back into the hallway. Everybody's doing great. A safe bet. Did I not? I never rolled for Valin, did I? My bad. Mm. He's been... Oh. Studying the ghost? Studying the ghost, sure. <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh, Celeste. Mm. All right. 
guess I'm using the same attack because I can't really get over there. All right, I'll attack number two, I think. This is Radiant Sunbolt again at disadvantage. Is that what we said? Uh, the one right here is five, which would have disadvantage. Oh, it's five? The other ones, oh. two and three, all have fairy fire, so you have an advantage on those. Cavalin um. <laughs> is still in shock over the smash map. <laughs> I still mutter, like, oh, all that last, that lost engineering skills. Okay. So then I'll attack at five, the line closest. And yes, the gauntlet should cause madness on misses. I don't think he's missed yet, though. Nope. At least this combat. Yeah. I don't think that I missed last time either. Bad. Maybe mm -hmm. You said five is disadvantage, right? Because it's sun. Uh, correct. Five. Yeah, but 18 okay. still hits. There you go. Okay, and I will spend a key point to do two more. Okay. That's a 16 for nine damage. Uh, and a that, 14 for eight. Okay, that will finish it off. First one actually finish okay. it off if you want to direct oh. that other one to another target. And I'll direct that other one to number three. Okay, and that destroys number three. <laughs> <laughs> you want Iron Man for a second? Yeah. Just <laughs> Bleats all over the place. <laughs> yeah, four He's attacks is pretty gnarly. I see Celeste using that like a uh, holy water, except for it's bleach. Yep. <laughs> the power of Clorox protects me. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mr. Thimbleweed. Mr. Flying Thimbleweed. <laughs> I'll shoot number two. My bow. For 11, although as you find out, your arrows, your non-magical arrows, don't do quite as much damage. Alright. I'll do it again. For 10. Uh, and that still does enough damage to kill it, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last... So it's more arrows. Yep. And out more arrows. Arrows, the cause of and solution to all of our problems. <laughs> I don't think it's caused any problems so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all the bodies vaporize, dissipate back down into the pit. That feeling of being watched leave. It does. Thank you. Indeed. Yeah, that was the cause of our problems, was yelling down into a pit of ghosts. <laughs> hey, Very brazen hey, around the pit. Uh, but I think that is where we're going to end our session, with you all having discovered a good chunk of this dungeon, defeated some monsters, and still have some parts of it left. Our MVPC poll winner was Edmund. <laughs> 
don't reward him. Chad. I don't reward him. <laughs> you don't know what I'm being rewarded for. Oh, it's yeah. just for whipping the bully. <laughs> he whips his friends. The chat loves the PvP, friends. which Edmund has been the source of all of our PvPs, I think, so far. What? Really? Well, thank you for encouraging me, chat. I will continue. Yep. Make y'all happy. You can roll on our table. Get yourself a spill scroll. You, you find an extra one scroll. in the desk. Yeah. That's a rare one, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good one. There you go. He was very much rewarded for this, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nice. Uh, and the crit cauldron went from two to nine. We had seven nat 20s this session, two last session, which I guess and we didn't like roll as much. twice as many nat ones, but still. That's true. Yeah. Give it and take it away. Pretty exciting. All right. That's all the time we have for this week's session of Rhyme of the Frostman. Thank you to Chris, Heather, Rochelle, Raymond, and Reese for playing. Thank you to our wonderful fans for watching. Shout out to Platinum Patrons, Joe, Will, Titan Dancer, Thomas, Adam, Stan, Nathan, uh, Stan, William, I'm Loud, Al, Kyle, Sklenia, Genocider, David, Jammin, Clam, Seth, and Nebula99. And Gold Patrons, RPG, Papercrafts, Pretty Boy, and Yuma, Marcus, Dead Lizard, Lounge, Sam, Lumpy Spuds, Jerome, Nathan, Fasica, Tortoise, James, and Lasare. Thank you all very much for your support. Live streaming our D&D sessions every week, and we will see you next time. Bye. We're going to battle at the end of this session. I did <laughs> shit. I did the wrong one tonight. You're right. <laughs> da, da, da. Yes. <laughs> My bad. More ghosts appear from below. <laughs> okay, I'm about to die again anyway, so it's fire, fine. Fire my producer. <laughs> Dice were very swingy tonight. Yes, they were. Ones and twenties all day long. <laughs>